Welcome to Me, Myself, and You with I, the host, Authentic Sophia Gray. Here on this station, we will discuss real-life issues and try to come up with real-life solutions. We shall leave no stone unturned when it comes to the genre of discussion, because as you know, life is real. Thank you for joining me as we go through the journey of reels and feels. Share this podcast with your loved ones and your friends and come back again. Also, if you would like to participate by any means, please feel free to email us at me, myself, and you, 38 at gmail.com. Blessings, love, and guidance. So guys, as you know, this is the intro to our show. We are starting a new journey of self-love, self-care, and self-awareness, all right, where it's going to start with me, Sophia. My name is Sophia Gray. Uh, My name, Sophia, it means wisdom. I absolutely, absolutely love my name. Yes, I know I said absolutely three times now. That's how much I love my name, all right? So I just want to just give you guys a brief description of who I am, what I'm about, and where we are going. So I am a mother to three amazing children, okay? They're not quite children anymore because my two oldest children are in our adults, 23 and 20, a male and a female, and my youngest is 13. She is graduating grade eight this year, so she's going to high school, guys. So it's time for me to let my wings out and fly, all right? It is um, with great um, excitement as well as sadness, like so much different feelings that I'm feeling over like the past year, I'm going to say in terms of um, growth and that I've been forced to uh, do, I feel like I am the baby bird being pushed out the nest and forced to grow, okay? Forced to fly at this point in time in my life. I'm excited though. I am very much excited. So just uh, some little insight of me, about me. As I said, I am a mother to three. I consider myself a single mother to my two older children, Malik and Malikia, and um, uh, I co-parent very well with my 13-year-old, Malia, all right? Um, The reason why I say that, and also when it comes to co-parenting, I am not, we are not intimate me and my last child's father at all whatsoever, no intimacy for years and years and years. And I do feel the need to point that out. Why? Because I've heard the narrative multiple times where um, people will state that if two parents are co-parenting and they co-parent very well, that means that they're sleeping with each other, they're intimate with each other, none. That's that's a bunch of jargon, not true. 
okay? That has not been the case, at least I could speak for myself, that has not been the case for me. And I know that there's multiple of other parents that could um, say the same thing. So um, yes, my youngest child's father, he's a very good father, very involved in his daughter's life from she was a baby till this day on. Um, we don't speak very frequently. When we do speak, it is about my daughter and that's it. Um, do we talk about our own personal lives? Maybe sometimes, but definitely not too deep into it. We understand um, each other to the point of being able to take care of our daughter. And that's it. Um, I consider myself a single parent to my two older children because I didn't get help from their father in when it came to um, raising them and growing them. It was me, my sister, my mother, and my brothers, my family, also my friends, their godparents. So it was um, definitely a village that it took to raise my two older children and also my youngest, but their father was not involved, although he was literally down the street within the same city, literally. Um, he did not help to raise his children. And yeah, that was my situation. I had my son at 17 years old, so that would mean that I am a teen mother. Um, so the I'm going to definitely get my son to come on here and talk one day when, when he's comfortable uh, about how um, what he thinks about that. But so that means that we basically grew together right? Me and my eldest children, we grew together. We're still growing together because uh, I still have a lot of evolving to do. Where I'm at today, I'm so excited and happy. I could only imagine where my destiny lies, right? Um, so with that being said, I, my, me and my children, adult children, have grown together. I do not regret being a teen mother. I don't regret having my children when I did. I'm actually very happy I did because now being where I'm at, um, I don't, I, I'm sure things would have been differently and I can't speak for what I don't know. Um, but let's just say I'm grateful um, that I did not um, second guess second guess my children. I have them with confidence. I don't regret. I don't, I'm blessed. I am very blessed because as I said, again, I did have a village to help me raise my children. So no day did they ever suffer. You would never even look at them. I mean, what does a child growing up with a teen parent look like really, right? I mean, there's so much different looks, right? So much different situations that everyone goes through in life, right? Um, Nonetheless, I could say that with us growing together, there has been growing pains, right? And if I'm going to be honest with myself and with you guys, I'm going to say I'm going through the growing pains now. So now that they're adults, you know, they say that, well, let's just be speak factual. So the government um, you no longer get child tax for your children, for those that get child tax, because you know once you're in a certain wage bracket, you don't get child tax for your child, no matter how young or old they are. But once your child is 18 years old, the government no longer, here in Canada, no longer gives you child tax benefit towards your children. So that means the government is no longer responsible for your child. If you 
if your child um, is going through anything in life um, and they don't need your assistance, they no longer need your assistance to do anything that they desire to do. If they wanted to travel outside of the country, they're free to do so. If they want to, anything they want to do, they want to sign up for a credit card, they could do that. They don't need you beside them once they turn 18 to do so. Now, with that being said, I, with my children being in their early 20s, they need so much guidance. I They need so much guidance. I'm going to leave it at that. I feel like they need so much guidance. And I'm sure they feel like that too. They would love uh, for me to um, be beside them for the most part, not like literally beside them. But when it comes to the decision making, I find that they're they're leaning on me more now rather than they did when they were teenagers. So that's amazing, right? Um, but being a mother and um, desiring, knowing where I desire for my children to go, it's time for me to actually let go. So although now they're holding on to me, I need to let go. And that is such a difficult thing to do. So difficult for me to do. I'm not going to lie. It is difficult. We will definitely discuss this in the future more in, in depth, but very difficult for me to do. So being a parent is a never ending journey. It is an amazing journey. It is a blessing. But I will say to those that um, are not able to bear their own children and desire to be mothers, uh, desire to be fathers, I'm going to let you know that it is a blessing to have children. So I'm not going to curse myself, but you ain't missing out on a thing, baby. <laughs> okay. You're not missing out on a thing in the sense where live your best life and enjoy the fact that you actually have a life to live and to call your own and make the best of your situation. Do not look back. Do not look at what you do not have and what the desires of your heart may be. Um, and I know that it, it may sound cliche for me to say this, but it is what it is, right? Um, don't beat yourself up and don't, uh, uh, you know, feel down about what you do not have. In this case, we're talking about children. Um, just be grateful that you, I'm sure, are an aunt or an uncle. You are a godfather, a godmother. You are a family member and a friend. You are a coach. You are a mentor in some which way or form. And be your best in that position. And um, just know that you are valuable. You are needed. And I'm speaking on behalf of myself being a, a single mother, the godparents that my children have, the coaches that my kids had through them doing their programming and stuff, it has it helped me so much along the way to be able to give my give the best of myself to my children and give the best of um, society to my children. So, you know. You are you are loved, you are needed, you are wanted, and you ain't missing out on a thing, okay? And I know that's a bold statement, but it is what it is. It's my opinion, all right? Um, and feel free to contact me. We could discuss that, right?
Okay, so I am also a 40 year, I'm, I'm now 40 years old. I'm very excited about that. Um, not ashamed of my age, which is still so young, right? Like, it's not like, I'm still very young. I work in the healthcare field and I see um, young dying and I see old dying. And I feel blessed to be able to be alive and, you know, and just be myself. So I'm going to, you know, sensitive topic here, Um, but it is about me and I'm trying to be as transparent as possible um, and give you guys some insight. So I am 40. My brother, I have, so my mother has five children and my father has, I'm going to say 12 children. All right. I used to say 13, but I think I was wrong. So he has 12 children. Five of us is with my mother. We're the last set of children that my father has that we know of. Okay. And my eldest brother, who would have been 41, he passed away in 2020. May his soul rest in peace, Jason Gray. Um, He passed away. And in his passing, um, it gave me, it opened up my eyes to um, see how life is is very tender. Um, But, and it's so real. And although so tender, it is tough. Life is tough, you know. And I... Through my brother passing, I desire to live for myself as well as for him. Um, even when he was alive, he he didn't live a, I'm going to say, um, and this may be uh, broad to say, but it is what it is. It's <laughs> He didn't live um, so much of a fruitful life. And... Um, So I said to myself, I will live a life um, for me and him and um, in hopes that because I know my brother's heart, um, very loving, very kind, um, but yeah, very loving and very kind. So I know um, some of the desires of his heart and and, and a lot I do not know, um, but I will say I am going to live for me and him. So I'm so blessed. I have two lives to live for. Like, <laughs> So this is the best of, of what I could take from my brother passing. Um, although sad, you know, and we, we are definitely going to discuss um, his passing, how he passed, and um, things, emotions, and experiences associated to his lifestyle. Um, we will discuss that. Uh, but... I am excited. I am elated to be a 40-year-old woman that's as healthy and strong as I am and able to um, do my soul searching and, and dig deep within myself and also be a better version of myself each and every day. Um, I'm sorry for saying um every second, but I... When I turned 39, uh, December 1st, 
2022, I had a hysterectomy. December 1st, 2022, I had a hysterectomy. I, that was a decision that I made literally on the OR stretcher, the operating room stretcher, just before I went into surgery. So I was um, set to do a myomectomy and I decided last minute to do the hysterectomy just because the doctor did state that um, I did have fibroids and the chances of me going back into surgery within the next five years was very high because the fibroids would grow back and all that. And I am not a doctor. I'm not a hospital type of person. I do work within the hospital, within the healthcare field, the hospital. Um, I do work within that field, but I do not like it. It's not some, it's not a, a realm in which I rest upon um, and lean upon in, in terms of reassurance for my, um, for me to be my greatest self in health. So when she had stated that to me, it, and just the things that I was experienced with having, uh, dealing with my fibroids, I decided to just do the hysterectomy. I don't regret it. I feel blessed. I've never, I'm going to say, I shouldn't say never, but I feel amazing. And I mean that from the core of my being, from my soul to my exterior, to my flesh, all right? I feel amazing. Great decision I made. Um, I don't have, I don't feel, I don't feel tired. All these things that I used to feel, I feel amazing, all right? And every day I'm, be, I'm becoming a better version of myself. I joined the gym and I mean, I've joined the gym before, but when I tell you about consistency and living life with intention, baby, that's me, all right? So I had a hysterectomy, and I'm excited about life. I'm excited about where I'm going. My um, sister is getting married this year, and um, I am excited guys and I know I keep on saying this but I am excited I'm just happy for the unknowing and it's amazing so I um I used to live with depression like there was a point in time where I used to pray before I went to my bed and ask God to take my life like not make me wake up in the morning all right real 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 I did not want to live anymore and through me coming out of that depression and being able to look back now at what I've been through in life, I'm going to end this episode by letting you guys know that whatever you may be going through, for those that may not be feeling as elated about life as I am right now, I understand you. I know where you are. I know where you've been. I may not be able to feel the same things that you're feeling right now, but I will say I know how it feels to be down. I know how it feels to look out the window and not be able to see a damn thing. I know how it feels 
to be able to look in the mirror and tell yourselves, tell yourself, I am great, I am beautiful, and you're not seeing one thing that you're telling yourself in that mirror, you are going to make it through. We are going to make it through. All right. I implore you to dig deep. All right. I have learned that through me having my hysterectomy, it has been a life-changing experience. It has been a pillar. I'm going to say it has been a pillar to my existence and as to why I could stand up today and I could yell from any mountaintop that I am amazing, I am beautiful, I am designed for greatness, and I'm not just saying that. I believe it. And through me having that hysterectomy, it a lot of things I went through, I we will discuss it in the future, but I was trying to heal myself naturally. It was last minute. It was not... Um, it, it, being healthy is, is a lifestyle. It's not just a momentary um, change. Okay, yes, you could acknowledge certain things and make um, changes, but as far as I was with where... And, you know, definitely I could have healed myself. So I don't want to say as far as I was with where I was, where what I was experienced with my fibroids, but it was, you know, I was getting, I had to get um, blood transfusions because of my fibroids. So to me, that was bad because I would never, we will discuss it, but basically that's me taking in someone else's life into my body, right? So that is bad for me. That's my, I'm speaking for myself, right? And now me being out of that, I could say, and I will stand on solid ground, that a lot of the things that I experienced in my life, health-wise, when it comes to depression, when it comes to my um, fibroids, I will stand firm on any ground and I will tell anybody that I do believe that these things manifested through the trauma that I experienced from childhood going into my adulthood, um, okay? So I implore those that are experiencing whatever you may be experiencing with your health, um, spiritually, mentally, physically, but anything that has you feeling bogged down, that has you feeling jaded, that has you um, questioning who you are, where you're going, what you're doing, dig deep into your soul and tr into the recesses and, and, and areas in your life. Um, I am a black woman, and I do know that a lot of the times as, as black people, white people too, so I'm not taking away from you guys, but I will say as black people, because um, I could only speak from my own experiences and the people that I interact with, um, we are so used to just go moving, right? So we deal with something happens, traumatic, and we're so sometimes so used to trauma that we don't even realize we're dealing with trauma, that what, what, what we're experiencing is trauma. So sometimes we're so used to dealing with um, pain, heartache, things that um, jade us, that things that, you know, leave us 
questioning and we move. We just move. We move on to the next, on to the next, on to the next. And that's not the way to deal with things. All right. Um, I implore you to dig deep into yourself. And I know a lot of the times they talk about, you know, your inner child, your inner child. Um, I get it. I get it. But I, I get it going into your inner child. And I mean, that's a whole bunch of stuff, right? I understand it completely. Just dig deep into yourself and 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 search the recesses of your heart, your mind, your soul of for things that you 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 could that's on the surface, literally, that you you said, you know, it doesn't bother me no more, but it is something that you think about, or it's something that has caused you to set a boundary within your life and how you live with people, how you interact with people, and and ask yourself, what happened? Who did it? What could you have done differently? Try to rehash that situation and actually feel what you felt in that situation and let it go. Move on. Not say move on, you know, not say let it go, you know, but let it go and move on. We will get into the getting into, right? This is where I say, I thank you for joining me as we go through the journey of life's reels and feels because life is real and we feel it, all right? And so as I said again, I'm just going to end this episode with saying thank you for joining me today. And we are going to have some amazing discussions. And I love you. And for those that are experiencing pain in their heart, their mind, their soul, dig deep. We are going to make it through. You're going to make it through. Today is not going to be your tomorrow. And I absolutely love you. All right. As I said, if you have any kind of um, words that you would like to, um, you know, reach out to us and, and let us know of, Email us at me, myself, and you, 38 at gmail.com. Blessings, love, and guidance.